Friends, fiends, rapscallions, I know what you all must be thinking every time an episode is released of Easily Irritated. I'm sure you're all thinking, God, Mike is my favorite comedian. I love his stand-up. I love his podcast. I love Mike McCowan. I just wish I could have a podcast myself. I wish that people would want to listen to me talk. I wish, you know, I'm passionate about JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Maybe I should start a podcast on that. But who's going to listen? And then I'm creating all this work, all this effort to just shout into the void? No, that doesn't sound fun. But here's where you're wrong, my friends. There's a magical little platform called Anchor. And it's everything you need or anything you want to create a podcast. It's completely free and there's creation tools to make it easy and fun for you to be able to do it literally anywhere. You can do it from your phone. You can do it from your computer. You can hold up your phone like you're talking to a friend and you're actually reporting a podcast. And the audio is amazing. This is what I used when I first started my podcast and it is a great app. It's a great platform and the best thing about it is you upload your podcast, send it away, and Anchor will upload it for you onto all the streaming platforms, onto Spotify, onto Applecasts, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you'll be able to hear your podcast. I'll be able to li- you can send me your podcast and I'll listen to it. Anyway, you're probably still thinking, I don't know, I'm a little on the edge here. I'm a little on the fence. Because even if I do create a podcast, who's going to listen? I'm never going to make money off the podcast. Not like you do. But see, this is where you're also wrong, my little wolf pups. With Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You don't have to reach 500 people. You could reach one dude in South Carolina that lives in his mom's basement and he never wears pants. He only wears tidy whities all the time and his mom brings him oatmeal when he's hungry and corn dogs because who doesn't love corn dogs? It doesn't matter if that guy is your one and only fan because with Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You could have one guy, two guys, 500 guys, 1,000 guys. It doesn't matter. You'll still make money off your podcast by reading ads much like I'm doing now. There's no minimum listenership. That's what's great about Anchor. It's everything you need literally in one place to make a podcast. Now, listen closely and I'll tell you how to do it, all right? It's super complicated. You might want to take some notes. Step one, open up your smartphone or iPhone. Go to the App Store and type in anchor.fm. Click the download button and get your podcast started. It's that easy. All right. Now enjoy the show. Irritated was not recorded in front of a live studio audience, but rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls.
I've been down from deep Durango, cell 3904. I've been walking, I've been pacing up and down this floor. I said I don't know if I can take this anymore. Cause these chains are weighing heavy on me. Oh, these chains weighing heavy on me From my hands down to my feet <sighs> You know, as I spend more time inside just me I tend to make bad decisions. And then I overthink those bad decisions over and over again. You know? Words are just words, but when you lie to people, you make your own reality. You know? Fuck, I hope I just untune that. You know? My dog has fleas. Yep, still cool. I was messing around with a mandolin and I hit my ukulele on accident. And that's just how things end up happening these days. All around. You know when you come to one of those debacles in life, one of those conundrums? Should I renew the Spotify or YouTube Premium? You know? Which one is the better? Audio quality for sure better on the spots, you know, on spot toes, on the spot titos. Anyway, stars are falling. You want to see a falling star? Look at Machine Gun Kelly. You'd think his life rocks because he's with, you know, Megan Fox. But no, turns out first time he's in love. He has kids, first time he's in love because it's sappy, you know. His album... Tickets to the downfall couldn't be more true. You should buy tickets to his downfall. It's her downfall. It's horrific. All right. I'm going to play you some of it. And then I'm going to play you true pop bug. You know, you're a rapper, question mark. You know? Oh, no. His, his most popular albums. Are this pop punk? Of course, all the TD boppers, right? No. Unacceptable. You were such a great rapper, and you've fallen into not even good pop punk. Not even good. It's bad, all right? You could not even... Um, Machine Gun Kelly would dream of being in the same facility as a day to remember. And, you know, uh, what's the other one? Bad Flower. I like them a lot, too. But, you know... Let's his title track, by the way, take it to the downfall. He's named title track. I sold some tickets to come see my downfall. It sold out in minutes. I saw friends in the front cool, row. The They'll line. leave when I'm finished. And the light in my name's gone. Cause the ones who gas you up only come around when the flame's on. And 
I mean, he had such good lyric writing for his rap, you know? Makes me question everything now. Did he write it? How much did Travis Barker write in this album? If it was all of it, I have questions about his rap, all right? Because this is some third grade lyrical shit, all right? This is the kind of shit I would listen to when I was eight. Which, fine, if that's your demographic, your shooting tour... For surezies, go that way. But, I mean, you had an adult demographic your own age, and now you lost me. You lost them. I'm not the only one that feels this way. I haven't finished this full song, to be honest, just because it makes me cringe so much. And I'm not going to force you to either. It's already more than enough, you know? No one should have to torture themselves that much. There we go. hanging out with my friend, my best friend, who I'm still best friends with. I'll follow him wherever he moves. We've talked about it. You know, it's the great thing about comedy. You can literally do it anywhere. I don't need people, you know. Got you guys. That's cool. No, that's good pop punk, all right? That's pop punk done right. And that's old school pop punk, too. If he's trying to copy old school, you know, that's early 2000s. No, um, you know, mid 2000s, probably. But either way, they still produce good music in that same genre. You know, post-score, I guess, would be the specific term. Like, I think this is what Machine Gun was trying to go for, but didn't really nail it. Also, um, 
maybe not spend so much time with your girlfriend and hit the books, dude. Write a little bit, you know? You were doing so good at the beginning of the pandemic. You are writing some good, good shit. And then you dropped off. You started dating the love of your life. Happiness ruins artists, all right? Artists dwell in darkness and sadness and fucked upness. You go sober, you start, you stop partying. If you stop partying and you go sober, that's when you lose it all, all right? That's when you give up. Side note, I relate to this song so much, but I'm not going to play everything. So nervous, I overeat, I lack purpose, and I'm only scratching the surface. And I'm not shelved, cause sex sells, but how long till I'm cancelled? This is 30, fucking 30, I'm still here, I'm still dirty. done so much better you had so much time you had a whole pandemic you had an entire pandemic machine gun kelly colson baker whoever the fuck you are you know i can't even get everybody call me the same name my name mike you know how hard is mike oh, i don't like the way it sounds why because it sounds responsible because it sounds dignified i'm none of those things I'm a mess. I'm an addict in so many different ways. You know, I've lost track. Very messy. I'm disorganized. Sleep a lot. Um, not lazy when it counts. But I don't like being told what to do. You know? I'm pretty stubborn. In ways where it probably doesn't make sense, but I don't care. Because I don't like being told what to do. No one rules my life. I'm the king of my own future. And my own universe, you know? You gotta let me be me. There's ways to control me. But you can't do it in... Like... You have to be smart. There's a tr There's a tricky way, you know? But not even fully. Not even I control myself, you know? I, I react entirely off impulse, you know? Someone hands me a jo joint, why not? Someone says, hey, there's a BOGO on uh, marijuana for vape pens. Why not? I'll go there. Mix it with the nicotine. Let's get it going. I'm addicted to stimulants. You know, there's drugs I won't do. I won't do cocaine. Kill cane! Kill cane! As Principal Lewis would say, you know, kill Kane um, from American Dad. But no, there's drugs I won't do. I won't do Kratom. Heard about, heard, heard Kratom 
it's a $60 kilo. I, apparently that's good. I have no idea. I have no uh, knowledge when it comes to recreational drugs like that. Would I do mushrooms? Would I microdose and dose in mushrooms? Yes, absolutely. Without even thinking about it. Absolutely. If someone said, no, Mike, you shouldn't do that, guess what? Guess who's going to do double the amount I was going to do when I told you? Now I'm doubling down, all right? I'm not saying that's a good idea. That's how I respond to ultimatums. With double ultimatums. I double down. You know? Plus, I feel like most people are hypocrites. You know? Most people have something to the equivalent of what they're trying to make you give up. Is it as detrimental to their health or mental status? Maybe. You don't know. If it's a strong enough point, you can make a case, you know? It doesn't even have to be a solid point. It just needs to be a decently strong case, you know? You can't argue with a weak point. But you can argue with a decently flexible, you know? There's a thin line. Between bendy and just enough. No. I I manipulate my own rules. If I make rules up for myself, I find loopholes in them, you know? I lie to even my being, even my consciousness. Quiet time. Sleep time. I have so many crazy traits. Whoever ends up with me is very patient. You know, very patient indeed. You know, I'm easily, I feel trapped easily, you know, even by friendships. Someone asks me to do something that I'm not totally cool with. Sometimes they'll say yes, because I'm codependent. I identify as codependent, you know. I go to meetings. I haven't a lot during the pandemic, which would probably explain some things. But, you know, what else? The Zoom things are creepy, man. The Zoom meetings and Al-Anon, it's creepy, man. You see people's homes, you know a little too much about them, you know? Know a little too much. Spent so many years being single so I can know myself, you know? Also, you know, I have some tendencies to be, it's hard when you lie for a living, you know? I mean, not lying so much as the stand-up comedy, but I mean, my taxes say actor, you know? I write off my clothing, that's why I dress so fashionable, you know? Because whatever I wear on stage can be written off, it's amazing, you know? Technically a murder mystery actor. And uh, for live comedy, murder mystery or dinner theatery, you know, whatever it pays the bills, you know. And then stand-up comedy, but neither of those things exist right now, so that's fun. You know, I have this though, I have the show. I want to do another show. No offense to you guys, you guys can come over too, you know. It's a big podcast village. But 
Unfortunately, I hit under easily irritated when I should have gone with Mike. Mike McCowan. You know, not Michael McCowan. Not Michael Templeton McCowan. Mike McCowan. You think Bert Kreischer lets people call him Albert? No. No, they, no, he does not. You know, because I'm a huge fan. I listen to his shit. You know, his daughters might not call him dad, but they call him Bert and Bertie boy. I would like Mike and Mikey as an endearing quality, you know? Mike, Mikey, it makes me feel sweet, you know, and cared for. But Michael, no. I don't like it. Makes me think of people I dislike. And I don't associate with the name Michael. For anybody listening... If you are called, no, it's really fucked up. If your name's Jack, that's short for William. So if I meet a dude named Jack, I'm not going to call him William because I think it sounds better. All right? Hey, Will. Yeah, that's, my name's Jack, but your birth certificate says William. So I will call you whatever I damn well please. Like if your name was Richard... I could call you Dick, right? I don't care if that's not what you go by. You go by Rick. Rick, Dick. Your name's Richard. But if you don't go by Richard, like I've known a Richard, I've known a Dickie. Really good friends with a Dickie. And I'm just assuming that his name's Richard. Because that's usually what Dick is short for. Or William, I guess. No, I'm pretty sure it's Richard. Yeah. But if I called him Richard all of a sudden, I'm sure I would get a confused Southern what the hell, you know? His ignorant ass doesn't know anything. But he knows his name's not Richard. Yeah. Don't identify with him. I don't identify with Mike either, but I like the way it sounds better than the the idea of the kind of person that I calls themselves Michael wears a suit, wears a suit probably, or some stoner with some half bald chick twerking on cars and installing racist horns and vehicles. Dude, I was driving with my friend the other day. And he's a racist redneck, don't get me wrong. And this is not an insult. He's he's racist. He openly identifies as with it, you know? And, you know, as far as knowing Nazis go, if you could keep it under, under five in your entire life, I feel like you're doing all right in life. Because there's a lot of them out there, man. Anyway, I was driving with him. Sometimes I wonder about this kid. He honks his horn and the Dixie horn starts playing. Who installs this horn? A guy who calls himself Michael. Doesn't call himself Mike. He calls himself Michael. Some stoner dude that drives around smoking bowls, streaming it online. 
And yet I did four months in jail for just having it in my system. But there's dudes like this that call themselves Michael out there, all right? You think Mike would do this? No. Mike is way more aware of his actions than Michael's. White privilege Michael's, you know? If you're a black Michael, I've got nothing to say to you. I don't know your culture, you know? Basketballs and dunking hoops and stuff. I don't, I'm not athletic. I wish I was. Feel like I'm tall enough. I just don't have the frame. I would blow away. Sometimes during the Santa Ana winds when I was, I was a, ch- a wee child, I would blow away if I was wearing the right jacket, all right? I had to hold on to the smaller Korean kids that I was friends with as anchors. And no, it wasn't a racist comment. I was just friends with them. You know, they're all quiet and they did what I told them. Used my white privilege in a way that suited me. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know if I'm joking. Anyway, the 90s was a weird time to go to school too, especially when all the school shootings happened. And if you had a dad like mine who wore a trench coat, a leather trench coat, Black, with a black cowboy hat. Um, There was a time where they wouldn't let him in the school to pick me up. You know, rightfully so, he dressed way suspicious. You know, they say I should dress more, you know, not degenerate looking-y. But, you know, I've seen pictures, you know. I remember when I was in first grade and he was in a full trench coat and a cowboy hat with his beer belly and his handlebar mustache. I remember pulling up in the CJ7, cheap CJ7, no top, huge tires. I loved riding that thing. That was awesome. It's my favorite thing to be like driven to school and picked up in and stuff. My dad was crazy. He would pick us up some days with, like, a paper bag with, like, lizards and stuff in it from, like, Petco and, like, reptile stores. And we'd release it into the side yard of our little house in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Our little side yard that he called Fern Gully. Because there was a lot of ferns. And because of that movie, Fern Gully. Ah, batty. People forget Robin Williams was in that movie. And a rapper whose name escapes me. But no, we infested that entire block with tree frogs. You know, you'd hear the tw- the little chirping of sweet tree frogs and then the crunching of the possums eating them. So that was a joy. <sighs> Some fun times in that neighborhood, you know. Riding my bikes with friends, getting molested by friends, you know. My mom walking in on me getting molested by friends. Don't worry. I was just a child. Barely remember it. I only remembered it when I was older. I was like, oh, this is why I'm fucked up. Because of all the rape, you know. But what can we say? If we haven't been raped, we're not cool. You don't have a story to tell. At least a few times, you know. After the fourth time, though, you're like, 
I mean, what am I doing that's giving off that vibe, you know? But you know what? That's life. Sometimes you're just too good looking. People just can't help but rape you. You know, it's mostly men. One tranny. Transvestite, sorry. Transsexual. Trans woman? I don't know. Listen, it's all confusing, but all I know is they all go to the same jail, you know? You got a dick, technically, you go to the jail. If you get inverted and you no longer have the dick, you are no longer a danger to of the raping variety. So you you go to the woman's jail or perhaps protective custody. I don't know. All I know is, you know, I feel like that you'd be more of a victim for rape being that you have boobs, but I guess it depends how far in transition you are. You know? Talked way too much about this subject, and I've said rape way too many times in this podcast. I'm probably sure, I'm pretty sure I took this to a dark place, and I didn't mean to. I meant to just talk shit about Machine Gun Kelly, because I thought he was a great rapper. And now he's... You know, Blink-182? I don't know. Is this his only pop-punk album? Because I hope so. I really hope so. The whole country's gone to shit, and now so has rap music. Now they're just singing pop-punk albums. And you have to do, dude, you have to do millions of... Of versions. He did five versions of Bloody Valentine Day or whatever that fucking song's called. The lyric version, acoustic version, regular version. Dude, enough. We get it. That's your best song in your album. The rest of your album is shit. We get it. That's why you cock teased us so much with that song. You're like, please, this song's good. Give the rest of the album a chance. And I did. This is the longest time. This on this podcast is the longest time I've played any one of his songs besides that alien song, which was only good because of the video. And even still, it was very good Charlotte, you know, and not in a good way, you know. Good Charlotte was good Charlotte for a reason. What are you? A guy who bleaches his hair. You live in a sweet house. I've seen your house. I've seen your YouTube, man, from the pandemic. It's a sweet, sweet house. I've got a lot of pent-up anger. It's a sweet house. But where'd that money come from, you know? It didn't come from pop punk. It came from rapping. You're just at your peak. You're challenging Eminem. And then you release this gay-ass shit. And for people who get offended because I said gay ass shit, you know, I don't mean that it's bad to be gay. I mean, his album, listening to his album might as well be listening to two dudes having horrifically gay sex, you know, the gayest, right? Loud, a lot of grunting, a lot of ball slaps. That's what his album, Tickets to the Downfall, is like, all right? 
It's a ball-slapping, gay, sexy time. And if you're into that shit, or you're 10, for sure, give it a listen. But you turn 11, crank up some A Day to Remember, and uh, some Pad Flower. And that'll extend into your 30s. That's, that's when you know your life has just gone too easy. When your neighbors with Travis Barker, Theo Vaughn, Logan Paul, Beverly... <laughs> Myself. I can't go 50 again, not by myself, not just talking to you. Although I do feel that most people, most of my good friends call me and just to hear me talk, which is a compliment, you know. But it's not a compliment when I hear that I'm in your pocket, all right? Don't put me in your pocket on speakerphone. Listen to the podcast. Don't listen to my real conversations and bait me with... With current events and news, you selfish pricks. I know what you're doing. Anyway, this is Mike McCown with Easily Irritated, and I'm out of here. And by the way, you notice how I said Mike McCowan? You can even call me Mikey. Mikey McCowan, I'm out of here. This is Mike McCowan with Easily Irritated.
not Michael. Sorry to take a little break. I know we just had an ad. But I really do need to tell you. I need to further instill my point. You know, we live in a time of some craziness, all right? There's some riots going on. There's a COVID-19 virus going on. There's all this talk about defunding the police department. I'm sure you want to give your opinions out there. Shout them out there. You know, get some following behind you. You know, up the morale a little bit in society in America. God knows we could all have a little content that would let us, you know, escape from all the awfulness in the world. Surely this podcast doesn't do it for you. So create your own, all right? When I was first trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. One being, am I going to have to upload my podcast to each platform individually? To Spotify, to Apple, to everywhere? Because that's, that's going to be super annoying and I don't want to do that. Well, that's when I heard about Anchor. It's a one-stop, all you need to create a podcast. They upload, you upload it onto Anchor. Oh, here's my little podcast. I'm talking about riots and what flavor ice cream I like. I send it into Anchor. They upload it. And they distribute it for me on Spotify, Apple, everywhere. You can listen to a podcast you will hear about Easily Irritated. It is that awesome. But here's another question I had. Will I ever make money? Like, let But they'll fade away, you know? Just bring it up later when we play. You know, there needs to be more competition in life. Gets the blood flowing, gets things going. I'm just bummed out that we're entering Halloween and we're still in a pandemic. No, hopefully. Hopefully Arizona's cool enough where we can be like, hey, cool. Let's have some Halloween balls and